Hello and welcome to our Tip of the Iceberg podcast. I'm Ashley Nickel with the Packer and PMG, and today we have with us Christina LaRusso. She's the Business Development Director for Jamara. Christina, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, Ashley. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. And so, uh, of course, Christina, what spurred this conversation was the recent news that you guys at Jamara had partnered with uh, Too Simple, an autonomous trucking company, and uh, AWG to test this technology. And you guys have also tested autonomous aircraft for transportation Mm -hmm. as well, which is very cool. So Mm -hmm. let's kind of start at the beginning. Um, What got you guys interested in autonomous transportation and, and how did you kind of meet um, these different partners that, that have helped you guys test this? So it, it's really a leadership thing. So right now, Tim Riley is very active in seeking out opportunities. Um, we're always looking for new ways to diversify and innovate. And as we've, we've for a while now been developing our logistical arm of the company. And as we've done that, we've researched the ways that that industry is actually innovating. And autonomy, for example, is something that is a source of much research and development within that community Um, and well, with the supply chain segments. And so um, that's really how we're how we're going about it. So Tim's looking for new ways to innovate um, where they're moving away from the petroleum based um, fuel to alternatives. So electric trucks and things like that. That's that's another thing that we're very interested in. Um, but but autonomy is, is is something that's happening now, and it's very exciting, and we're very very close for it to be done on a, on quite a, a large scale. Very neat. And what are some of the uh, what are some of the biggest biggest things that this this achieves when you guys look at this opportunity for a- autonomous transportation? Um. So one of the things that we're very excited about as a company, we listen very closely to what our um, retail partners are saying are kind of pressure points for them. And, uh, you know, a lot of of retailers, quite rightly, are concerned about some of the things that in terms of of timing that are happening with um, DOT regulations. And so um, this is offering us an opportunity to get things to them faster and more efficiently, eventually. I mean, we're right now very, very early days in the testing. But what this can do, particularly with the with the air freight, is to get things to the Midwest and to food deserts much more quickly and with much more variety than we've been able to accomplish before. Um, and then, you know, so I think that that's really one of the key things that we're very, very excited about. Gotcha, gotcha. So even helping out with those things, uh, like like you alluded to, you know, hours of service regulations that that add, added some, you know, we're done for safety reasons, but added some time to, you know, the supply chain and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you have autonomous transportation, you take that out of the equation a little bit, right? That's 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 very very true. And also, I think that you know, when it when we are up to the point where we're really able to get these these autonomous planes to travel to the Midwest. That's going to be a, a huge game changer, and the op- autonomous planes may be able to get to places that right now are just being served by, by trucks, um, and to be bringing you know fresher products and different varieties um, into you know food desert areas. Very neat. And what are some of when you guys like you said early days, but as you guys test out these different technologies? What are some of the factors that, that you look at and you evaluate as you explore these different areas? 
Well, we're, again, kind of goes back to the previous question. We're, we're looking at what kind of value does this add to our retailer partners and to consumers. And so if you look at one of the, of our mission at Jamara Companies, one of our, our tenets is to provide best-in-class service. So we're listening to what our accounts are saying, what our customers are saying, and looking, again, to ease the pressure points for them. And so it's not just in transportation that we're looking to do that. We're also looking to, again, going back to the, the DOT rules and regulations. What we're hearing a lot from, from our, our accounts is that, geez, you know, there's, there's, a, there's sometimes there's a holdup. Our trucks are having to make multiple stops. That's adding costs. Um, so we're not just doing the transportation side. We're doing things like um, um, creating um, areas of consolidation at some of our uh, at some of our facilities around the country, so that they can be a one stop one stop um, process for our, for our retail partners. Um, and that's not even our product. It can be they can be buying products from anyone, but we will stage it for them and allow their their truck and do QC for them, and then allow their trucks to come in and just that one stop, pick up everything, and off they go. And that's, that solves a lot of heartache. Well, we were hearing that, but we're also hearing, you know, it's, they, they want to extend shelf life. A lot of retailers are obviously very concerned about um, uh, waste and food waste. And, and so we're helping to provide maybe a few extra days. And in the case of air freight, if we can get something that traditionally has been a four or five day drive on a truck to the Midwest or to the East Coast, within 24 hours of it being picked, that's a game, that's a game changer. I, I defy anyone to tell me that that's not. So, <laughs> uh, so, so those, are, those are the kinds of things, but really the, the over, overwhelmingly important factor of our decision-making when we're looking for testing these kinds of things and partnering with these kinds of companies is how is this going to add value and help our retail partners and in the end benefit end users or consumers. So tell me now that you guys have, have started kind of uh, looking in these different areas, what have been some of your, your takeaways? You know, where, where are the, the value opportunities? What are the things that maybe still have a little while to develop, you know, over the, the coming years? Uh, you know, what, what's been your initial impression? Well, one of the things, I mean, I'll tell you something that was very quickly that we, we learned with the, the trucking test and it's, it's such a simple, simple thing, but this is why you do the test, um, is that these, these trucks, our autonomous truck was driven autonomously, but we had, um, while we're in the testing phase, there's a, there's a driver in, in the truck who's riding along in case there's some kind of snafu that happens. Mm -hmm. um, but what, one of the things that we found is that when you load the truck, and this, was, this test was done on watermelons, so anybody loading watermelons knows a load of watermelons is 60 bins. But sometimes the watermelons are heavier, and so you can get, have 59 bins, 58 bins, you know, maybe even 57 bins. Well, we learned quickly it's critical to make sure that we know the weight of that truck before it's leaving the facility. You cannot have it even be one bin over because if it's an autonomous truck and that that route is programmed, you know, then what? But you know, if you have a driver, he can turn around and go back and have a have a a, a bin or two taken off. So that was one of the easy, like beginning, like, like, wow, that we should have thought of that. But, you know, it was, it, it was a lesson learned. Um, but besides that, um, the, the takeaways that we have um, 
found is that people are really excited about the technology. So we've had tremendous feedback. I, as soon as these, uh, you know, the press releases go out, I, we just get so many calls from retailers um, asking us, okay, when can we get involved in this, you know, and, and, um, and we're excited to be able to include more of our retailers um, as we do additional testing. So right now we've, we've only worked with Gelson's on the, um, the air freight. That was a flight from Reedley, an autonomous flight from Reedley to uh, the Los Angeles area. And then we worked with AWG and then also by extension docks and homeland stores in the Oklahoma City area. Um, and so, but we've had so many retailers reaching out to us saying, oh, this is so cool. We really are very excited about the opportunity to, to do that. Um, and then, so it's the technology is initially cool, but I think that when the retailers really start thinking about the implications and, and consumers think about the implications of what this means in, in, in real life, it goes beyond cool to being really a sensible decision and making, making good sense to them. So we've really enjoyed the positive feedback and general excitement from, from everybody. And what is it like to kind of set up, you know, set up these tests, even from like a, a regulatory standpoint? Because like you said, you know, the, the truck drove itself, but you have somebody in there just, just kind of on mm -hmm. standby, make sure everything's going smoothly. You know, exactly. what, what's the process to even kind of set up those those tests and those move, move those things down the line? Um, well, really, the process was already in place. We've had, we were working with with um, getting the approvals and all that is a big process. It is a long process. And we um, we relied very heavily on our partners to have that in, in place. Um, but it, it's slow. And it is cautious because this is, I mean, it's important. If, if, it, if it goes wrong, it could go very, very wrong, very, very quickly. And so you have to, you have to be very careful about it. Um, generally, by the time we're working with them, most of the approvals have been sorted out. But now we are also partnering with our, um, our tech partners to help further and, and improve the, the process of getting approval. So it's been, it, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and, and certainly there's going to be, a, ultimately, I think it will come down to a lobbying situation. You know, we're going to have to work with the, with governors and, and states to, to help them understand why this, this is a benefit. We're very excited to be able to help our partners out with that process. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And that's that's neat about the the feedback, too, because like you said, I'm, I'm sure that once folks kind of read a little bit about it, they're thinking, OK, fresher, maybe it's less mm -hmm. expensive because you're not paying a driver and it's getting there faster. You know, I, mm -hmm. I can I can see where the, the value you know proposition would start the wheels turning there. Well, it really is. And beyond just just beyond even just freshness. Um, one of the things that we learned working with growers who partnered with us on um, on the uh, the stone fruit, which is what we flew on the autonomous plane, uh, they were very excited to note that in the past they've had to grow varieties that are specifically well suited for a longer haul or that can have a just a just a longer shelf life, and there may have been you know not. Not a tremendous trade-off, but there may have been a trade-off in flavor profile um, and eating experience. And so the grower that I was talking to said, this is so fantastic. 
it, when this takes hold, when this is really up to commercial level of delivery, we're going to be able to go back to some varieties that people haven't really been able to experience because we've been growing fruit that can make it to the middle of the country or to the east coast of the country. So the Midwest is in potentially for an all new eating experience and same, same food deserts, right? Because they'll be able to get more varieties and different kinds of, of fruits and vegetables perhaps than they've had available to them before. Very neat. And now is this, what kind of, I, I don't know if this is a, an easily answerable question, but what's kind of the, the time frame look like, do you think, to, to get this, this where it's, you know, feasible on a more regular basis? You know, I, I can't speak to a specific time frame. Again, that's going to that's going to have a lot to do with governors and, and state governments um, getting approvals and opening lanes for the, the truck routes and then also proving to, you know, you know the sort of uh, leadership in the FAA and all of the rest to um, to get um, uh, approvals for the autonomous planes. But it's not, it's not all that far away would be, would be my guess. We're at the point now where we're going to be our second test with our trucking is, is going to hopefully, um, this one was a four week test. We're looking to do a longer test the next time um, and perhaps into different, into a different region. Um, so it's around the corner. I can't give you an exact, I, I can't give you an exact date on that though. Okay. Okay. And I, um, when you mentioned the, you know, the possibility for different varieties, even being able to make it to market or different markets or things like that, mm-hmm. um, that reminded me, I seem to recall, so correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, when you guys did these tests, um, even like the point of sale material with the displays kind of reference, like, Hey, you know, this was brought here by this, this innovative technology. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Yes, absolutely. We had, um, for both both tests, we did some uh, help and wanted to create some theater in the store to um, show that these are retailers who are really kind of on the cutting edge and and talk about the 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 things that we're doing and innovating and and what how 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 the re- how uh, the produce industry in general, I think, and it, it's not just Jamar. I mean, I think that there are many, many wonderful vendors out there who are looking for loads of different ways to add value um, for their for their retail partners. And um, you know, we just wanted to make sure that the Gelsons and Docs and, and and Homeland were getting that credit, and AWG were getting that credit um, for being being on the cutting edge with us. Because I thought that seems like such an opportunity too. even, you know, there's there's this value to the retail customer. But, you know, as, as we hear more and more about consumers wanting transparency and a little more mm-hmm. of the story behind their food. I of thought a cool, interesting, you know, story to be able to tell in the store and always talk about, you know, how to how to have to get folks to, to do that kind of double take as they're walking by the display, just slow them down for a second, you know, and I thought that's I- like a really cool opportunity. <laughs> I agree. I think I think it was, and one of the things that I was actually very proud of is our. We had a cute little social media campaign, campaign, um, in particular for the watermelon, um, and and it was just watermelons going on a road trip. So we had <laughs> we had animated watermelons in the you know taking selfies of themselves as they were taking their road trip from um uh from Tucson into into Dallas on the the mi- middle leg of that that journey that was autonomous. And you know, sort of make kind of 
hey, who's driving the truck? You know, we're getting there faster than ever, that kind of thing. So it was very, I thought it was very cute. And um, I know as, as a consumer, I would have been, I would have been engaged by, by something like that. So that is something that I really give our, our marketing team just a ton of credit uh, for, for coming up with that, with that um, strategy. Awesome. Very cool. Well, what's, uh, what's kind of the next, I, I know you said you guys are looking at a, a second test of the autonomous trucking coming up. What, how do you guys kind of uh, proceed down, down the road with this? Well, it's very exciting. Um, we have, uh, we're actually, we still have our, we're still working with both of our partners um, looking for our next opportunity for, for testing. Um, the, I'm having my next meeting with the autonomous trucking company is, is tomorrow. And we're going to be talking about sort of next steps, doing a postmortem of what we, cause our test has just come to an end. And so once um, we're going to talk about that and then what have we learned and where, where do we go in the future? And I'm, my, our initial thoughts are to think about doing a longer period of a test. And, and then I'd like to, I'm, I've got thoughts about who we're going to be involving on that, on that next test. And it would take it into a little bit of a different market than the Oklahoma city market. So I'm very excited for the opportunities. Obviously I can't say too much about that. Um, I haven't even contacted the retailer that I have in mind. So. <laughs> but, and we don't um, want it to be a surprise delivered via podcast. <laughs> they're going to listen to your podcast and say, oh, really? Uh, okay, great. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I, uh, but we do, we have, a, we have some thoughts about where to go with this in the future. And we're just looking forward to the point when right now there's, it, it's, it's small. We're 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 working um, particularly with the air, airplane. There is no economy of scale on that. The, the truck is a different story. There is already economy of scale with the truck, um, but with the with the air freight, it's you know they're very small planes. So there's no economy of scale. We've got to get to the point where that plane is bigger and can carry more, um, which will bring down um, the freight cost and make it palatable and sensible for our retail partners, because here again, you know, we want to, we want to bring the best service and we want to bring the best, best value. So um, that's, that's what we're, we're striving towards. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause that, that was the only other thing that I, I had written down to ask about was just kind of, you know, where, where the cost, where the feasibility of that is. It sounds like mm-hmm. the, the trucking, you know, opportunity is, is closer than, than the aircraft opportunity at the moment. <laughs> I, I think so. You know, I mean, we're working our partner right now. Um, Too Simple has has a lane that that we, you know, they're in a phase one of. I think I can I, I think that they maybe have five phases in their in their plan. Um, but you know, they're they're moving towards that, and we're we're helping to um, to facilitate that process with them. Excellent. Well, Christina, this has been uh, so fascinating. It's it's like, uh, you know, something you you have thought thought sounded crazy, maybe even 10 years ago. And yet here we are, you know, so this right. has been uh, this has been awesome to, to hear what you guys are doing. I sure appreciate you taking the time and uh, any anything we missed or anything else you wanted to add before we wrap it up. No, I, I just appreciate the time to be able to talk about it. Thank you so much for your interest. We really, we really grateful for um, for you all in the trades who've been so wonderful in in helping us share this news with everyone. Um, and other than that, you know, just just watch us, watch watch this Jamara space because we're coming. Awesome, very cool. Well, thank you again, Christina, and thanks to everyone for listening. And we'll see everybody next time on the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. <laughs>